with the Environment in Focus, I'm Tom Pelton. The Earth as we know it is being threatened by at least two simultaneous environmental crises. The first is climate change, which is sparking wildfires, droughts, heat waves, and flooding. The second is a collapse in biodiversity. The clearing of forests and wetlands to accommodate human population growth is destroying wildlife habitat. This has contributed to a 68% drop in populations of wild animals over the last 50 years. The good news is, the solution to the first of these crises could be the same as the solution to the second, and it could be remarkably simple, according to a new report in the journal Nature. Ecologist Robin Chasdun and colleagues published a report that concludes the answer is allowing just a small portion of farmland around the world to revert to forests, which both absorb carbon dioxide and provide homes for wild animals. Allowing just 15% of agricultural lands to return to tree cover could avoid 60% of global extinctions while also sequestering about a third of the carbon dioxide increase in the atmosphere since the Industrial Revolution, according to the study in Nature. Chasden, a retired professor at the University of Connecticut, explained why farmers might be willing to allow more of their fields to go wild. Farmers all over the country, all over the world, are being impacted by climate change already. And I think many of them see the writing on the wall and they realize that they need to be part of change. And I think reframing a lot of these policies in terms of wanting a sustainable future for farming and farming families means making these changes. In addition to addressing climate change, providing farmers with more financial incentives to grow strips of forests between their corn and soybean fields would also reduce a major source of water pollution in the Chesapeake Bay and other waterways by creating natural filters to catch the runoff of fertilizers. John Marsluff is a professor of wildlife science at the University of Washington. He said that allowing strategic reforestation like this is critical because monoculture farms are wiping out thousands of species, including many songbirds. The bobolink is one, the dick sisle is another, and in addition to just birds, we've got mammals as well. There are kit foxes and swift foxes, prairie dogs, badgers, lots of species that are involved in the prairie ecosystem in general are going down. Even using 15% less land, farmers could still produce enough food to feed the world's population, Robin Chasden argues. In fact, because of more efficient modern farming practices, around the world, obesity today kills more people than starvation, according to the World Health Organization. The political challenges to making the shift could be enormous, however. This is because the most important farmland to target for reforestation is in equatorial jungle regions like Central America, West Africa, and Indonesia, where the greater density of growth harbors more wildlife and absorbs more carbon dioxide. Paying farmers in these regions to clear less land could require wealthier polluting countries like the United States to send billions of dollars to landowners in less developed nations to compensate them for allowing more nature. This would require the polar opposite of President Trump's America First governing philosophy. We may know in less than two weeks, on Election Day, 
if America is willing to go there. With the Environment in Focus, I'm Tom Pelton of the Environmental Integrity Project, author of The Chesapeake in Focus. This program is sponsored by the Able Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own.